I heard a mother lull her bear, and I she rocked, and I she sang. She took so hard upon the verse that the heart within her body rang. O cradle row and cradle gar, and I sleep well my bairn within. I ken not who thy father is, nor yet the land that he dwells in. And up then spake a grey selkie, as I he woke her from her sleep. I'll tell where thy bairn's father is, he's sitting close by thy bed feet. I am a man upon the land, I am a selkie on the sea, and when I'm far free every strand, my dwelling is in Sully's scary. And foster well, my wee young son, I for twelve months and a day, and when that twelve months fairly done, I'll come and pay the Norris fee. And when that weary twelve month gaid, he's come to pay the Norris fee, he had a coffer full of gold, another full of the white money. Upon the scary is thy son, upon the scary lieth he. Sin thou would see thine ain young son, now is the time to speak wi' he. But how shall I my young son know, when thou had ta'en him far from me? The one who wears the chain of gold, man of the selkies, shall be he. And thou will get a hunter good, and a recht fine hunter I'm sure he'll be. And the first, a shot, that ere he shoots, will kill both my young son and me. Great Silky Solisgeri is a beautifully haunting ballad from Orkney and Shetland. Possibly first officially published in 1850 in Shetland, it has had many variations and adaptations. The title itself can be a cause for disagreement. It is sometimes known as the Grey Silky rather than the Great Silky, and the spellings of Silky and Solisgeri can also change. Even the lyrics have been subjected to change. There are many longer and shorter versions. Some use more modern language and others change the telling of the story slightly. However, despite all these variations, the original story stays the same, and it's still just as impactful. A woman unsure of the identity and whereabouts of the father of her infant son is awoken by a man at her bedside, who admits to being a selkie and the father of her child. He promises to return when his son is older and take him to Solisgeri. He gives his son a gold chain so the woman can recognise her child. The selkie foretells that she will later marry a gunner, who will shoot down the selkie and their son. It's a very tragic tale that has captured the imagination of its listeners for centuries. Traditionally, it would be sung as a ballad, but I decided my singing would make it a different kind of tragic. The most common tune played alongside the ballad when it is being sung was written by Jim Waters in 1954. However, the original ballad was nearly lost to time, but was written down for the first time by Otto Anderson, who heard it being sung by a man named John Sinclair on the island of Flotta in Orkney. Selkie folklore is very widespread. It first originated in the Scottish Northern Isles and in Ireland, but Selkie tales can also be found in Faroe and Icelandic mythology. It is thought that the Selkie was invented as an explanation for children born with physical abnormalities. A child born with webbed feet or scaly skin would be assumed to be the child of a Selkie. The Macodrum clan from the Outer Hebrides were known as the Macodrums of the Seals because they had a hereditary condition called syndactyly which made them look as though they had flippers for hands, and also they themselves claimed to be descended from a union between a fisherman and a selkie. Another theory is that sightings of Inuit fishermen from the Davis Strait taking off their animal skin clothing on rocks were mistaken for selkies removing their seal skin. 
These sightings were actually a pretty common occurrence in 16th century Scotland. When spotted offshore, these Inuits who were assumed to be from Finland would be referred to as Finn men. The same mistake could also have been made by encounters with Finnish and Sami women. Although these encounters could explain the origins of Selkies, there's not much to explain the stories these Selkies are found in. There are two main tropes that seem very prevalent. One is that of a Selkie woman who has her seal skin stolen by a human man and is forced to marry him. Usually she escapes and returns to her Selkie family. The other is of a Selkie man who comes onto land to seduce unsatisfied women and have them bear his children, only to return years later to claim his child. In these stories, these men are often portrayed pretty negatively and the women are usually mistreated. These aren't the only types of stories that can be found about Selkies, but they're usually the most common in old Selkie mythology. Modern writers often subvert these tropes to make them more romantic, as audiences today likely wouldn't find tales of kidnapped brides all that palatable. The animal bride is an immensely common archetype in old folklore and mythology across the world. Selkies are elusive and enchanting, and their history is much the same. If you, like myself, are infatuated with Selkies, then you should listen to my podcast, The Alluring History of Selkies, a five-episode-long deep dive into the history and tropes behind Selkie legends, supported by many readings of the traditional myths. So come on, I'll meet you on the other side.